What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the debut episode of what are we calling it? Wait a minute, I know, I got it, I got it. The Wrestling Heroes and Insiders of Pro Wrestling, aka The Whip Show. If you are wondering, I am your host, Deshaun Whip Dog Whipple, and I'm here with my co host. This is devastating Daryl Pace here at the command center. Devastating Daryl Pace, he brought back the command center. If you're an old school wrestling fan, you know about the control room and the, the command center. That's, that's right. Darryl, got, first of all, Tony Schiavone around here somewhere. That's right. Man, thank you for doing this show with me, man. We're going to have some fun. We're going to interview some great, great people. Hold on one second. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Just got a little uh, info from someone. But, it's a debut. Stuff's going to happen. It's live. Yeah, you know. But, Daryl, if you want to let them know a little bit about your history in the business and what we plan to do here with the wrestling heroes and insiders of pro wrestling. Yeah, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm glad, happy to be here. You know, I've been a longtime fan all my life. I go back in the early 80s until now watching and loving pro wrestling. Uh, whether it's TV shows, video games, events, whatever, I've been there, I've seen it, I love it, I can't get enough of it. I, I had the pleasure of meeting Deshaun here at Whoop Dog at our great Michigan State University at a, a group I ran there. So it was a great opportunity there. I actually had an opportunity there to run a couple of shows there and had an opportunity to meet some great talent here in the uh, Metro Detroit area. But I'm glad it's a pleasure. Uh, the pleasure is all mine to be here, you know, with you fans and be able to talk to some of the great talent we're going to have just locally and around the world and be able to present that to you guys here live. Yes, and like you said, we're going to have some great talent. Um, we've been blessed to meet and connect with people all over the world in this pro wrestling thing. And we wanted to make our show just a little bit different. We know it's a million wrestling podcasts and shows out there, but we're going to do something a little different for this. Now, today's guest, he's getting his app, and you saw me touching the screen. He's uh, getting the app ready. So he'll be in here in a second. Yep. But this young man is a former TNA wrestling slash Impact Wrestling superstar. He still works all over the world. We're going to bring in, well, currently he works as the Falcon. But he previously wrestled in Impact as D-Ray 3000. So we're going to bring him in today. And like I said, he's setting up right now, so we'll be bringing him in in a second. Um, Daryl, are you ready to interview a pro wrestler, though? You know pro wrestlers can be a little bit uh, rough, man. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. You know, I, I, I'm ready. I'm excited. Like I said, uh, it, it's been a long time coming for me to be a part of something like this. Now, now, guys, when you watch this back, this is during that corona season. So there's a lot of stuff going on. So we got some social distancing. So that's why we're in different locations here. You see it. He's over there but with, with his control room. I'm out here at Whip Central, you know. So we're going to have some fun. Yes, it's social distancing. So if you're watching this today or 10 years from now, that's why we're not in the same area. Yeah, that's right. But, um, like we said, you said you've been a long-time fan. What was one of the last shows you've been to, Daryl? Right, last show I was at was actually WrestleMania, WrestleMania 35. Uh, I was there live. I've been to a few. Uh, actually, we got let him in the room. Oh. He was at WrestleMania 35. Uh, I was planning to be at 36, but we all know what happened there. So 
Well, it looks like our guest is coming on in. He's yeah. connected right now, and we're going to bring him in. Oh, this is exciting. You got to hear what he's doing. I can't going wait. On. No. No. He's one of the most energetic. Uh-oh. Welcome to the debut episode. Can we give it up for the Frogun? Ah. Frogun, welcome to, know. to the show. You know me. I'm with. I'm here with my partner, devastating Daryl Pace in the building. Devastating Daryl, what's up with dog? What is going down? Same old thing, baby. Stuck in the house, man. So I got <laughs> first and foremost, so good. You stuck in the house. Yeah. That's crazy. I know how you are. How are you handling this, man? I'm losing my damn mind because the Frogun got four championship belts and I can't get no ring to go crazy on somebody. I'm over here yelling at the dog because he's the only person that'll come near me right now. It's crazy you saying that, because I got one of your matches back here. Hopefully, I don't get sued for playing it. I got the Fro Gun versus Orlando Christopher, the BCWA Championship. You remember that match? Oh, man, that was a dope match, man. And you know what? I'm pretty, pretty much going to be a rematch when things get back in order. You know, because everybody wants that BCWA title. But guess what? <laughs> the Fro Guns got it, and it ain't going no place. Because the governor say ain't nothing opening up till May 15th anyway. So, ha-ha. Now, now, oh, Daryl, now I can't hear you, Daryl. Go ahead and talk. Un unmute yourself, Daryl. There you go. Mm. Bear with us, y'all. We got a couple technical difficulties. We get it all together. But from yeah, there, I had to make myself, it. man. You know, I had to. We're we not like, we not used to being in boxes, you know? Not at all. No, 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 no. You can't cage a wild animal like the fruit gun. And I know the whip dog got to get out. Man, now, now you said you got four titles. Let everybody know the four titles that are in the Fro gun's possession. Fro gun is the LPW champion, the BCWA champion, the ICW Pro U.S. champion. And you know what? The woman go get it, because I got it right out of here right now. Yeah. And the IWN champion, the rest of them all nice and put up, but this one had to be hanging out right here. <laughs> yeah. Man, how do you ain't, carry all that? None, ain't none of them going nowhere. How do you carry all that gold everywhere, bro? Hey, hey, you got to work out. I must have scared Daryl off because all them Daryl was even right there. Off. He was in the control center. Did he? I don't know what happened. He'll be back <laughs> in a second. I don't know. He couldn't handle the fruit gun. That's what it was, man. Well, fruit yeah. gun, if they don't know, let them know how you got your start in this wrestling world. Well, you know what? Whip, I've known you since day one. I've been wrestling 19 years and a half. It'd be 20 in September, God willing. But I started here in Michigan, you know, out with the, the Canadian destroyer, Doug Chevalier. Wrestled around all over here for about a year. You know, then took off to Florida and got lucky enough, you know, not only to train with the Wild Samoans, but uh, uh, Seeker was nice enough to uh, give me a room to stay in. It was crazy, man. It was crazy times, you know. And uh, oh, a lot of him and uh, all through all of that, a good buddy of both of ours, Primetime Tommy Johnson, you know, he helped me out a whole lot too. 
you know, wrestled all over, you know, the Midwest, you know, East Coast, down South. You know, luckily uh, had a uh, drink of coffee and uh, TNA wrestling, you know, tagging with the Shock Boy. You know, and since then, you know, uh, uh, done some stuff for WWE, you know, on SmackDown, wrestling in Japan, for Tajiri back in the day, you know. So, you know, I can just say, you know, all in all, I've been blessed to be able to do all those things. And now I've come across the greatest, the greatest idea I've ever came up with, the greatest gimmick that I wish I could have had known that I was going to do this years ago is the Frogun. And now... Things is starting to pick up big time. You know, I tell you all the time, I'm a huge Fro Gun Mark. I tell you that all the time. But how did you come up with the Fro Gun to the people don't know? How did you come up with it? Well, you know, um, it is kind of been a a long process because I've had a lot of ideas that just did not work out. And that sometimes before you come along with something good, that's what happens. And I'm just sitting there, you know. I um after I came back from Japan, right? I was tired of being this D-Ray 3000. I wanted to do something different, something I haven't done before. Get rid of the, get rid of that whole gimmick and just, just do something else. So I ended up losing my hair in the uh, hair versus uh title match. Okay, all did it for a good little while. You know, I got the hair now, but I got I had just got out the shower, got to put up. Okay, but, um, okay. That was when I was the righteous maker, Rick Baker. Me and you had a few run-ins doing yes, all that. You did, brother. You made me <laughs> retire, dog. I left the business because of you, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that went well. The righteous maker, Rick Baker, that gimmick did real good for a good while. I even got attention. Did, did um Got a little looky-loo with the WWE, you know. But um, then one thing I started to notice was it kind of plateaued. It got to a certain level, and it just didn't go any further. But one thing I noticed about it, I'm scratching my head, like, okay, things are going good. What's going on? Why the righteous maker, Rick Baker, you know, making big moves? And I just, it stopped. I just stopped, and it all came to me. Because I could go online and find about 20 guys that look, I looked exactly the same as. Right. You know, I, I I blended in the background, you know, okay. like and looking like everybody else. So I'm like, damn, I got to do something different. I got I got to really think of something. Ah, there Daryl is. You okay? Hi, Daryl. Oh, okay. Hey, Daryl. Okay, okay, I cool, got cool, you. Cool, I got cool. you. You know, so I mean, I did a lot of brainstorming, trying to figure out new ideas, and then. Uh, Another thing hit me, like when I was D-Ray 3000, when it started, that was something unique. That was something different. And that's pretty much what got me the, the attention did in the first place was just the whole look and the mannerisms and everything of it. You know, so I'm like, damn, I got rid of something unique. I kind of ran from. So I'm saying, you know what? Let me give that D-Ray 3000 thing a try again. So I did, you know, it was kind of cool. Everybody was like, ah, oh, that's awesome. But then I, I realized like, damn, I'm a little bit older now. I got I got like the, the the George Jefferson a little bit, so um, it ain't the same D-Ray three thousand as it used to be. So I'm sitting there at home. I done grew what little hair I could back, and I'm just been like, damn, I really don't want to cut it again. I gotta figure out something, you know, uh, what can I do? So I'm in the mirror just messing around, putting up, you know, the knots and ponytails and all that other crap, and I'm it just it, it just hit me. And third time, bam, dead in the face. Show sure enough, 
from The Last Dragon. I'm like, oh, man, I wonder if I can pull it off. So I'm sitting there up to like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, drawing out sketches, thinking the names, you know, and then I'm so, okay, how can I make this relatable to who I am and everything I've done in my past? I'm like, okay, the Shogun is the Shogun. Okay, no, 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 drop that. Instead of the Shogun, I could be the Frogun. And instead of how he had his little gimmicks on his vest, I could put some pics on that bad boy. And that's how the Frogun was born. And it's been going, it's been popping off ever since then until this uh COVID-19 came and kicked everybody in the face. Man, you know. Man. So yeah, that that's how the fro gun get down. I'll say. Now, Daryl, you were saying something before you got disconnected. What were you saying, Daryl? Mm -hmm. Well, the, right now the state of Michigan is closed. The state of Ohio is closed. Damn, most of the Midwest is still locked down. So until things open up, all the titles is gonna be locked down with the fro gun. I got no problem defending my titles. Not at all, because I'm the meanest, I'm the baddest, and I'm sure enough the illest. So I don't give a damn who wanna try to take them from me, but guess what, they ain't coming no time soon. And if they try, I'm, they better have a face mask, cause I'm gonna kick them dead, nigga. come on, they better bring it. You know what I'm saying? You already said you've been wrestling for 19 and a half years. 19 years, yeah. You've wrestled all over, like you said, Japan, everything. Mm -hmm. Who would you say? Name, I'm not going to say you're number one. Name your top three opponents you ever faced. Ooh. Damn. That'll take me a while to think about, man. Top three opponents that I ever faced. Now, okay, does this have to be for, like, um, Somebody that I've been in the ring with, that I've wrestled, got 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 to um, lock horns with, I guess you could say, right? Absolutely. Damn. Okay. Terry Funk. Woo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, it's it's so many. It is hard. To, oh my goodness. All right. Well, you heard of the Insane Clown Posse, right? Okay. Well, in, in 2005, but they, every year they got this thing called the Gathering of the Juggalos. In 2005, I had wrestled for them for three days out there and somewhere in the sticks in Ohio. They picked the strangest places with the strangest fans. I couldn't wait to get the hell out of there. Mm -hmm. But anyways, um, it was a, the three matches I had, it, it was a battle royal. It was... Um, me versus Rhino and me versus uh, Lenny Lane. So I'm in this battle royal. I'm just going back and forth, hitting everybody upside the head. Pop, 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 pop. I feel now. Okay, what's the language restrictions on this um on on, on this gimmick here, Daryl? It's your world, my baby. It's your world. Okay, then I'm gonna tell it like it is. So somebody grabbed my hair tight as hell. And all I heard is some grizzly voice, come here, motherfucker. I'm thinking, who the, who, 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 who got that guy? Who? So I turned around, it was Terry Funk. So I'm like, oh, damn. So next thing you know, me and him trading, trading blows, pow, 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 until Rhino came in and, and, and knocked me clear across the other side of the ring. By the time I got my, 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 um, 
my, my bearings together, I'm out, I'm out the damn thing. But yeah, that one kind of took me by surprise. But um, as far as, oh man, that is, is so many, I've been fortunate enough to be in the ring with so many good guys. You know, um, I, I couldn't even put together just the top five. Um, um, oh man, um, Jerry Lynn, oh, nice. um, Frankie Kazarian, um, let's see, I tagged with Shockboy, I only wrestled him one time, I'm trying to think who else was, ah, hell, I don't know, wrestled Abyss a million times, and he was cool, man, those two, those two, I had to say were the standouts that I ever get in there with, um, <laughs> Man, that's a good one. It was uh, so many guys. Sanjay Dutt. Oh, uh, nice. Uh, David Young. Um, Delirious. Uh, so many guys that I was able um, C.W. Anderson. Oh, yeah. You know. Uh, OD Yeah. Uh, I was able to get in there with a lot of, lot of good guys, man. A lot of good guys. It take me all night to, to name them all, yeah. you know. But, now, um, let me ask this. Let me ask this. You just talked about – you said you were in Impact for a cup of coffee. That's it what felt it felt like you was in a little bit longer, first of all. Well, but I appreciate it. <laughs> looking at your time in Impact back then, do you yeah. watch the current Impact product? What do you think is the difference from Impact then, now, and can it ever get somewhere near as strong as it was? Because at, at the point that you were Impact, TNA, they was doing some stuff, man. They was making some noise. Well, you know what? When I was there, it was they were still doing the the weekly pay per views in Nashville. When I was there, I mean they they had like I don't want to diss the product that they got now, but when I was there, you had guys that were, were strong names, yeah. you know, strong names. You had uh, Jeff Hardy. You you had uh, um, Scott Raymond. All went through. You, you, know, you had Shane Douglas. Yeah. You know. You didn't have Ryan Killens, you know, you, you know, Jeff Jarrett, Dusty Rhodes, you know, the Macho Man was even there for a minute. I was lucky enough to, you know, kick it with him for a second. You know, you you had guys that were like so established, they were already household names before they got there, you know. So um, I look, I will, I, I'm just happy that I was able to, you know, just be amongst them guys, you know. But um, now. Bits and pieces. I see bits and pieces of what they got now. Last thing I saw of, of, of Impact was when uh, Tessa Blanchard won the world title. That, that's the last thing I saw. So a month back. Yeah, that that kind of sums it up. That's the last time I seen that, you know. And um, I don't know, man. But when I was there, you, it was on. The, the, everybody at that time was thinking it was on the the, the breaking point of really turning out to be something that could possibly be some real competition, you yeah. know, to the opposition, to, to the WWE, you know, that, that had a different look, a, a different uh, brand, a whole different feel than what was just considered mainstream, you know. Now, you know, like I said, bits and pieces, I'll see clips on the internet of, of the latest stuff, but some of the guys I know, some I don't. But 
it, it doesn't look, it doesn't stand out like it used to, you know? So, I mean, that that's just my opinion. I'm not trying to diss anybody or, or come across that way. But when you say compare the two, you know, TNA wrestling to, to impact what it is now, total night and day. I can put it that much. Total, total night and day. Yeah. You walked into a lot of great locker rooms. You know, what was kind of the best environment that you've had to walk in where you walked into a locker room and the environment was good and guys were, you know, excited to work with each other? Well, um, I prefer a locker room full of lunatics and, and, and legitimate crazy people because that, that's more entertaining than a locker room with everybody uh, talking about um, anime and video games. Don't get me wrong, I like anime, I like video games too, but when I started, they were still legitimate crazy people you know, running around and wrestling, and if it wasn't for wrestling, it'd be in prison. You know, so um, I don't know. I, I, that's what I prefer. That that that's. I feel more comfortable. It's crazy to say this, but I feel more comfortable around the psychos and 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 and, and, the, and the, the the lunatics than the you know the uh, cosplayers and, and um, the, the the video gamers and and. The, the, you know, anime watches. Yeah. I don't the, the millennials. You did the millennials. Yeah, killing millennials. it. Well, what's, you know what you just did? You just shit on like the the whole well, new era because that's all yeah. they do, dog. <laughs> I'm not you know, that. Like we used to be, man. Yeah. See, but but the thing is, back in the day, you walk into a locker room. You you know, you sit next down. You sit down to next to a guy, and he unzip his bag, and you probably going to see some drugs, a gun, so, uh, a couple bottles of alcohol, you know, and, and a little bit of that's going to get played with before the wrestling even starts, you know? So, you know, I don't know, man. I just, I, hey, that that's what I came up with, you know? No matter what era of wrestling, even if you take the guys now and then 20 years from now and they say they're going to say the same thing. They'd rather be around how it was when they started, you know? So, I mean, and... I don't know. You, you, you. It was definitely a true cast of characters. That what it wasn't a gimmick. That's who how they really was, man. You know. And Daryl, I'm gonna jump in right here. What he says, he's absolutely right. Back then, when I was around with that young man, everybody acted like they did in the ring and outside. Yeah. Yeah. Me, it wasn't no difference, man. Damn, that that scared him away again. My girl, get him out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let me ask you this too, bro. So yeah. we're talking about wrestling moving forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, WrestleMania. They chose to go uh, cinematic, which I understand they had to do because it was different. I mean, yeah. we didn't have fans. Yeah. What did you think about it? We got a lot of the fans talking about it, but as well, a worker, as a wrestler, what did you think about the cinematic output that they gave us? Well, before that, when they started doing the um, the SmackDown with, with no audience, and then, they, you know, they did all their TV with no audience, I, it's hard to get with, you know? It, it's hard to, it doesn't come off the same, you know? Imagine, and then you could just put this in just the, the, the mainstream's perspective. Imagine watching the Super Bowl with no audience. You know, that, that that it won't come off right. So 
I didn't even bother looking at WrestleMania until a couple of days later because I don't know. I wasn't expecting anything, you know, with, with no crowd. And then you see everybody talking about, oh, the Boneyard match this. Oh, the Funhouse this. Boneyard match this. Bone. So I'm like, okay, let me take a look at this, right? And so I went straight to that, the, the Boneyard match. For, for what's going on in the world and everything that they're doing to keep, you know, the WWE going, I actually like that. I thought it was cool. I thought it was even even if they had um, things like it normally is. You know, let's say you had a packed stadium, and they still could have done that boneyard match. I thought that would have came off great. You know, the the way that came off was actually good. If anything out of the entire WrestleMania that just passed, that's the standout to me. That boneyard match, AJ Styles and Undertaker, that's the standout. The the um what was the other one? The Firefly House, the, yeah, the Firefly Fire Fun House match. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't get it. You didn't get it? Okay. I no. I mean, I could have. You 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 could have um drugged me and put me in front of anything, and it would have just made just the same as sense. I'm sorry. Uh. I, I I didn't get that. I didn't get it. I mean, I I, I understood it's supposed to be like, um, but from my understanding, like he was trapped in some type of scene was trapped in some type of bizarro um, world or whatever that he had no control of. But um, as far as a wrestling match. You could have put that on anything. It didn't have to be, you know, it didn't have to be wrestling, you know. But 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 for what it was, for what they had to work with, I think they put their best foot forward. And the the, the standout through the whole thing is definitely the the boneyard match. That's my opinion. I don't know. That's the fro guns take on it, you know. Maybe the fro guns should have been there and had a cinematic match at the barber shop. I, I, I agree. The Frog Gun should have been there, man. Now, now Frog Gun, I got to ask you this. Still trying. Still I trying. Of, I don't know if a lot of people know. You've even dabbled. I saw the little commercial you did for the first pizza place or something, man. Ah, yeah. I yeah. saw that. So is yeah. that going to be something the Frog Gun is going to be going into coming up? You're going to dabble in taking the character outside of the ring and doing other things? I thought about doing that through this whole time, but at the same time, I don't want to. I want the fro gun, the whole fro gun, to be in the wrestling world. You know, not. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind doing other things, but it had to me. It would have to be something wrestling related. You know, like with the 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 pizza shop uh, promo. Actually, I was supposed to go wrestling Memphis. Um, some guy that had like a uh, Bruce, Bruce Leroy style gimmick or whatever. And so I'm thinking, okay, what can I do for a promo for this? So that was actually, that's actual pizza shop that I frequent, you know, and I, I got cool with the people. And that's, hey, can I come and do this? And it was like, yeah. So I went there early, as, you know, as soon as they opened, I didn't want to get in the way of what they get their business. As soon as they opened, shot the thing in one take, had my son do the, the, uh, the, the camera and um, put it up, but um, all that all got canceled. But at least, I mean, a funny promo was made out of it, you know. So yes, it as far as 
doing different things, different promos outside of the ring, outside of a wrestling environment. Yes, but at the same time being related to wrestling. You know, like, all right, I'll, I'll say, through this whole shutdown thing, I was thinking about doing a, a little, I don't know, two-minute promo uh, cooking with the fro gun, you know, and then, and coming up with the craziest recipes out of, out of you know, out of the, the most bizarre cookbooks, you know, stuff like that. I don't know. But it, it just wasn't wrestling related. So I don't know if that really would have took off. I don't know. Maybe I might still do that. I, I don't know. It depends on how bored I'm, I get. You know, I'm, right now I've been running through a whole lot of Sega Genesis games and Ooh. vodka. Well, well, right now my my toughest challenge ain't, ain't is is staying healthy. You know that's my toughest challenge. You know, making 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 it back home when I go out without a, a, a cough or a sneeze. That's my toughest challenge at the moment. You know, and I know a whole lot of people can relate to that. But them five guys, hey, if they stay out there waiting. I don't know. They better get indoors. I hope they got a scarf on their face or something. You know, social distancing. If they not, if they ain't got on their personal protection equipment, they ain't gonna make it to the fro gun. You know, fro gun question, man. Who should we be looking out for in the independent circuit right now that you think is gonna make a big splash in the next couple of years? You know, there's a few guys that that. It kind of boggles my mind. It hasn't gotten somewhere yet, but definitely got the skills, definitely got the looks, definitely got the charisma. And one of the top guys I can think of is somebody that you know real well, and that's Atlas Hightower. You know, last time I was up with the WWE, right before I started doing the Fro Gun, he was there right there with me. And, you know, they were looking at him. You know, he, he he's one of the guys that I believe definitely has got it. Um, Sless Taylor is another guy I think that's got it. A guy that's come a, a, a long way and has plenty of potential and could be something if you keep on working hard. I think it's Freedom Ramsey. You know, he could he could be he 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 has the tools, he just gotta polish them. You know, that's what I think about him. Um man, is it I, I've ran to uh, Sam Adonis, that's another guy that I kind of shake my head why he hasn't gotten somewhere. I don't know if you know who Sam Adonis is. Corey Graves' brother, that's who he yeah, is. Yeah, I was going to say, it's okay, quick story. I met Sam Adonis years ago for a certain uh, promoter up in Williamston. You know what I'm talking about, Mr. Farhat. Yeah, yeah. So I, knew, <laughs> you know, I didn't know he was Corey Graves' brother at that time. Yeah. Fast forward to last year with MPWA, he was at an MPWA show. Yeah. We uh -huh. hadn't talked in forever. I chopped it up. And I'm actually talking to him. I want to have him on the show, too, because Sam Adonis, great guy. You know, he promotes cool. events as well. Cool dude. Cool I've, I wrestled for him a few times out in Pittsburgh. Real cool guy. He's another guy that, that that's a standout, you know, that, that I'm like, wow, why has this guy, you know, bust through that door yet? Because, you know, he's got the size. He's got the look. He's got the charisma. You know, he's comfortable in his own skin. You know, that's some things that take a long time, even myself, take a long time for guys to just be comfortable in their own skin. You know, skills aside and all of that, no matter how much you go to the gym, if you 
if if you if you cannot uh, command that room, you know, without with making it look like it's just effortless. You know, sometimes that takes a while for some people. But that's one thing Sam Adonis definitely has, you know. So he's another standout, man. He's another standout. Hey, where them five guys at? Tell them to come on, man. Come, uh -huh. tell them to come on, Daryl. Put, put them on camera. Let, let them say they, you. You sure that, you sure that ain't your, you sure that ain't your Amazon delivery showing up knocking at the door? Just let him put him on camera. Let him say they peace. What he don't want to tell you is Fro Gun is he didn't want to be a mark. He actually got the Fro Gun toy right now with him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he got the Fro Gun toy with him. Where's it at? He didn't want to show you. He don't want to show you. <laughs> so real quick, Fro Gun, because we do want to go ahead and wrap up. I want you to give me this. What would yes. you give advice? To the young guys out there that want to join this business, that see it on TV, they think, oh, it's easy, especially yeah. now with you got so many workers, they yeah. doing video game type stuff now. Yeah. It, what it, would you tell a young guy now? You know what? This is one big thing that I see a lot and I think is a problem with all the new guys coming into the business now is they all want to do the same thing. I would tell somebody, get in this business, learn your craft, you know, learn how to wrestle, learn how to make sense of what you're doing and be yourself. Don't stop trying to do what you see a, a thousand other guys doing because not, nobody, that's not going to get you noticed, you know, be yourself, be something different. You know, instead of wanting to say, oh, I want to go out there and do the video game match and do a, a thousand uh, finishes in one match and then, you know, and kick out of all of them, you know, don't do that. Be different. Bring something unique. What, what if, was something of themselves into uh -huh. it instead of trying to be like everybody else? A lot of these new guys I see that come into the wrestling business now is they all do the same exact stuff, the same exact thing, you know, you know, the, the typical, I guess you could say, indie match, you can go online and see pretty much the same match and the same, you know, same sequence of moves in about 40, 50, um, 120 matches, you know? Change it up. Change it up. I'm telling you, one thing that I've always looked at just from day one that I started this bit, I want it to look as different as possible. Yeah, some of it worked, some of it didn't, you know, but I want it to be something that was just different. You know, like when, with me growing my hair out when I started, I didn't know what I wanted to do with that. I just wanted to be different, and I was just too damn lazy to go down to the barber shop and pay my $2. You know what I'm saying? So I... I don't know. I, I just drew it out and just was like, well, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but hey, you know, it's, it's different, you know? So, I mean, just even if it's the smallest things, I mean, I, all these, anybody that's listening to this that's starting out, be different, be unique, be yourself. Stop trying to be something else. Just because you see, you know, uh, John Brown and Brown John doing so-and-so and this and that don't mean you got to do it too.
you know? So that uniqueness, that standing out and being yourself, make that into who you are in the ring because you don't have enough of that. You know, like like the guys back in the day, like I told you, you had legit lunatics, legit crazy people, you know? I mean, I don't know if you ever see another guy like a Rowdy Piper or, or a Macho Man or a Jake Roberts, you know, because that's who they was. Yeah. Crazy people. Yeah. You know? So... I would say be yourself. And hell, if you're crazy, that helps too. You know, it's hell, I, I think I'm a little touched. It's funny you saying that, because I always equate that, what you just said, um, with like basketball. We watch basketball now, it's fun, but it yeah. ain't the same. Back in the day, Isaiah and Magic was friends, but you couldn't tell yeah. on the court. No, no, you they tell don't. Charles Barkley and Jordan was playing golf together. Yeah, they was at it all the game. time. I don't think nobody was friends with Bill and Bill. You see how he got down? And, and, and I do say that, and I mean, I'm not knocking it, but I see these guys now, you watch it. Like you said, they yeah. play a video games together. They are they destroyed kayfabe, I get it. But they doing so much stuff together. You know, you, yeah. you, you, you're, on a, you're in a feud with a guy, but then we watch you play <laughs> Mortal Kombat yeah. together. Yeah. That, that, that's another hard thing. I mean, we could be talking about this all the way to 12 in the morning. I totally agree with you with that. You know, but you got to bring something different to the table. You know, if you got to, you know, how do you, for the young guys listening to this, how do you expect to get somewhere, have some success in this business when you got a hundred other guys doing the exact same thing, looking the exact same way, you know, talking the exact same way? How do you expect to get anywhere? Or maybe Daryl ran off to get them guys at the I door. He went to. Or you scared because you said he was looking the same, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Fro Gun, we do got a one that calls out, man. So thank you for coming on. I know we thank doing you, this whole thing right now, but what should we look forward to from Fro Gun going into 2020 and 2021? Right now, I know I've been hanging low. I ain't really been saying much, but when things get back rocking and rolling, the Fro Gun. It's got a lot of cool new stuff for everybody. So watch out. You can check me out on Facebook.com slash DRay3K. You know, they can look for me on Instagram as um uh what is my Instagram? See that see that's the thing. I'm not even with all all the new technologies and stuff going on, but I try. Um um uh defunk D underscore funk three thousand. They can look at me for the fro gun on the um on the um Twitter and all of that. You know, but I'm mostly on the Facebook, you know, so they can look up uh, D-Ray 3, Throw Gun, D-Ray 3000, or uh, D-Ray 3K on the Facebook. But look out, because I got a whole bunch of new stuff I'm working on. Yeah. Because the Throw Gun. Daryl, do you have anything back else for Throw Gun before we get out of here? Turn your sound on, Daryl. Turn your sound on. I don't know what he's saying. Hold on. Daryl, my man, you there? He hears Daryl. Well, I don't know. Oh, well, he's gone. Sorry. We'll, we'll talk to him later. I'll get with him. But Fro Gun, right. thank you again for being on the show, dog. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. And when Daryl get together, tell him thank you, too. For sure, man. Take care, guy. Take care. Take it easy.